Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It's now time for the bigger picture with Willie Kang. Willie, um, we have been monitoring the fallout of the expected 75 basis point rate hike last week. I think, I don't know if now is too early to say, but here's the reality check that's happening right now. Mm. Market continues its broad-based sell-off on Wall Street as central banks across the world hike rates to fight inflation. So what we are seeing now is the dollar is up against every single major currency. Mm. And what's more critical this morning, I'm seeing it's China is seeing the yuan plunge near to its 14-year low. So I have with me this morning, Mr. Lee Kian Soon, CEO of Astra Asset Management, who will share with us on his views on the Asian markets today. Hey, good morning, Kian Soon. How are you, man? Good morning, Willie. Yep. I'm doing very well. Great. So what we are seeing, you know, global markets have been sold off um, since the Fed ramped up rates to fight inflation. You know, we are seeing major currencies taking a hit. And at the same time, we are also seeing the yuan plunging it to its near 14-year low. So I just want to get your take on this and how does it affect, you know, businesses in China? What we have witnessed is very hawkish Fed policies. And by laying out a hawkish plan ahead, the other central banks are all playing catch-up, as we have seen. And that's why you have volatile currency um, swings, uh, as the other central banks have now got to play catch-up, or they are faced with the situation where their currencies might depreciate. And uh, hence, you know, that leads to the recent market volatility. Implications for this region in particular, you allowed you we'll see more central banks taking action, either in terms of playing catch-up on interest rate hikes or either in terms of currency uh, intervention, like what we have heard from Bank of Japan. Yep. So in this case, so what does it mean for the Sing dollar? And you know, how would MAS react in the coming October meeting? As we have seen, the Sing dollar is not spared because you know, it's way against a basket of currencies and you know, it doesn't help when you have a very strong U.S. dollar while, you know, the euro, the pound uh, and the yen has been weakening. Mm. So I think in the coming October meeting, in order to continue to manage, you know, the surging uh, inflation, at the same time, we will see that, you know, MAS announced policies that will actually attempt to strengthen the Sing dollar. Yep. You know, you have, you have been on the show for the last couple of months, so... It's very interesting that you have an angle on the Chinese narrative story. So I just want to get your views, right? Right now with the chatters on global recession, the bond yield have spiked and the weakening currencies. You know, in your view, should investors wait on the sideline before getting into stocks again? Oh, really? I always get these questions when the market gets <laughs> up. Uh, I mean, this year has been a tough year. Uh, MSCI Asia, you know, in particular has plunged 25% in line with Nasdaq as well as S&P 500. But, you know, the reason why people keep asking these questions and my answer over the last, you know, years since I've involved in investing is, you know, it's better to, you know, it's better to be in the market than to time the market. When I going gets tough, people always think that, hey, you know, I could time the market by, you know, waiting and getting into the best entry point. But the reality is, you know, it's really difficult to time the market. Parker Research has shown this, that, you know, if you attempt to time the market, you know, you might as well spend your time in the market. <laughs> so in this case, right, so I know from the last time you were on the show that you had an exposure in, you know, China. And right now, you know, what we are seeing in the market, the currency market sell-off, how are you repositioning your portfolio? Is it, you know, are you still bullish on the Chinese market or have that changed? 
I think in terms of uh, exposure to China, and the biggest concern is uh, how long the COVID zero policy would actually continue. I think this has been the investors and the market's primary concern, mainly because by having a, adopting a near or dynamic COVID zero policies, mm. a lot of businesses are affected. Earnings are, are shrinking, you know, as uh, less than a less than a currency concern, and that's why the exposure to the Chinese markets is mainly were concerns about import, export, and the uh, business that are affected by you know the lack of travel between provinces. Not to mention, you know, in and out of China, mm-hmm. and I think this will be an investor's main concern. And looking, at, they will be looking at this in the mid October meeting mm-hmm. uh, to see if there are any changes to the COVID uh, policies. And we have seen, you know, as we have seen positive developments coming out of Macau and Hong Kong. So everybody, all eyes will be in what's going to happen next after the October meeting. Yeah, I mean, you've, you have the reopening up of Macau. Um, so that, I think, bots well for the gaming sector. And at the same time, you know, over the last couple of months and even last since last year, you have the China tech stocks being rattled. You have the China property debt as well. What sectors are you right now looking at? I mean, if you're looking at sectors, specifically because of the current situation. We like sectors that perform well when interest rates are rising. Uh, for instance, the banking and finance sector. Banks, you know, like even like those in Singapore, they perform very well mm. because of the increase in net interest margins. We also like sectors or that perform well when interest rates, uh, when they could pass the cost to their customers, i.e., you know, these are companies that are in a monopoly situation. Even if inflation causes their business costs to rise, they could comfortably transfer the cost to their customers and then that protects profit margins. So, you know, being, being a fundamental base and being long-term, you know, these are the business that you want to buy, especially now when valuations are very low and attractive. Mm, so it's really a buy on the dip at this point. So in this case, at the same time for investors who are already invested here, what can they do to protect against the onslaught of the recent market sell-off? So as I have spoken to many investors, I think the key thing to remember is to have a diversified portfolio. What I meant by diversified is not that putting all your money into three tech stocks. That is not good diversification. You should look at multiple <laughs> asset class, geographies, as well as you know different sectors so that you, ha- you can protect yourself because there's no way you could tell you know, how the market will swing and which asset class will be the most popular. But if you have a diversified exposure across multiple asset classes, it's very likely that you know, some will actually you know, give you better returns. For instance, right, uh, you know, government-backed treasuries used to give you 0%, but now they're giving you attractive up to 3, 3% or more right, mm, uh, yep. on, a, on a capital-protected basis from an issue by a Singapore government, for instance, that, that is an attractive kind of investment. So you, investors should really look at you know, diversifying their exposure rather than just putting all their money into you know, a couple of stocks in one sector. Yep, I think as now we are seeing rates going up, we are seeing in bond yields are also being attractive and like what you say, uh, bonds going up 3%, I think that's something very interesting to also look out for. And at the same time, diversification is definitely one key aspect for investors who are staying v- invested in the market in this onslaught right now. So thank you so much, Ken Soon, for having uh, you on the show today. Thank you yeah, very much. Welcome. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.
That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.